0: We are The The Laughing laughing Empaths (laughs) Welcome to our podcast Join us as we explore life through the eyes of empaths with a little humor sprinkled throughout
1: We discuss topics related to self-growth love and friendship
0: We're so happy you're here
1: Let's jump right in
0: Hey everyone, my name is Aporva.
1: And I'm Siggy
0: We met because we were coworkers and then she was also my boss afterwards <laughs> at the same location. <laughs> like I think I think this is kind of a, a cool story to tell because not a lot of people um, you know, experience having someone that they are friends with, you know, be their coworker and then be their boss, or like either one of them. And so we really connected when we were co And coworkers. stay friends
1: after and that. And stay
0: friends, yeah. <laughs> we really connected as co-workers. And, like, our friendship, like, kept growing stronger and stronger. And when she became my boss, it was actually really, really hard for us to, like, we just had to, like, kind of keep our love on the, on the DL. Um, and that was... a a really big struggle for us, um, and I just thought it was interesting because I would always like you know tell my friends I like at the time I was like yeah um, I'm just gonna go hang out with my best friend A.K.A my boss, <laughs> 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 and they'd be like what how are you best friends with your boss? But like like it's just cool because I got to do that because we were coworkers first, and I don't know if if we would have this relationship if we we were not coworkers first. Mm. So we looked up what is the dictionary definition of an empath? And we found several different ones, but the one that we feel is most accurate to how we feel as empaths is a person with the paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about what you think paranormal activity even means in this, in this word.
1: Yeah. I think initially when I think of paranormal I've I've most likely thought of it as something about spirits, or ghosts, scary scary movie type of things like you think of like paranormal activity, like a ghost following you throughout the night in your house or watching you while you sleep. Great. <laughs> now, now I'm going to like be thinking about that tonight. Um <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, paranormal, that's what I initially think about, but looking at it in the context of this definition and in the context of identifying as an empath, I think in the most basic literal sense is just out of the ordinary, someone who is like outside of something normal. And in that out of the ordinary way, able to like it says apprehend other people's feelings so take on other people's feelings because it is not something that I have found to be normal in my interactions and conversations with people what about you
0: right and I feel like that when we read this first I remember you saying that it's something that like isn't scientifically proven you know like it's not like this mm-hmm. the, the way that empaths think or feel are, like proven by science so it's kind of like this unknown thing that is in the works of like trying to be understood and so maybe that's why it's viewed as paranormal activity um i agree with you it's like almost like having uh another sense and like we can we can just feel things differently so it's it's like a little superpower you know yeah yeah I Agree.
1: I think that's why it definitely is one of the better definitions out there. I know that we found some longer ones and a bunch of resources that we're going to share with you all. This was the short and sweet one for sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, Okay, so we were talking about um, the dictionary definition of empath, and I wanted to know what your first experience with the word empath was.
1: I think this is a really good question. I have I had never heard this word. Of course, I hear like empathy, having empathy for others, and being emotionally intelligent. I had heard before, so actually, I'll start with emotionally intelligent because I think it actually leads into and this whole empath thing. So, uh, this was the first time I I heard about EI emotional intelligence was when I was in my early 20s. It was my first first like uh, office job out of college and I was doing research. And like a year and a half in, I had a meeting with uh, one of the physicians that was at a hospital and he randomly put out this word out there, out there to describe me that I had a high level of emotional intelligence. And so, first of all, I, like I said, I had never heard that before, so I definitely went and researched it. And I found out it was someone very acutely aware of other people's emotions, emotions related to situations, emotions related to themselves, and being able to manage those emotions and the emotions of others at a level that is different from other people. And that's the short and sweet definition from what I had researched at the time, at least. So that was my first thing with EI. And then later on at another clinic, I was in another, excuse me, research type, research type position. And that was when I was in my late twenties and we were at, I was again in a small team working on, on a, pro- a couple different projects. And it was a very tight knit team. Um, I eventually ended up being one of the managers on that on that team it was a team of managers and I ended up being on that managerial team for like a so like a 10 10 to 11 people person uh group and it was very much like I could be easily in tune with the feelings in a space, the tension in a space and what people were, feeling that they weren't necessarily saying and a lot of that guided sort of this relationship that developed with the with the lead physician of of the project that I I was working on that I would give her uh what's that called like uh advice like being in an in an advisory role based on what I was sensing from the group and what I was sensing from each individual and what i thought would be the best next steps based on people's strengths and what they were feeling and sensing because it was a lot of community work that we were doing so it was very important to take care of our team internally before they were able to go out and help the community so a lot of that is where that was incorporated so uh fast forward to the end of that project, we were at a convention just presenting some of the results with other places that had done the same project in other areas in the United States, and the lead physician was giving kudos, props to people on her team. And when she got to me, um, you know, she she was clearly emotional and said, you know, and to 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 me who is. Like the true empath of our team. And so I had never heard the word empath until then. So I was just I I figured it was a compliment because I don't think she would have said something negative about me in front of loads of people. Um and she you could tell that she really cared for me. Um so then of course I researched that and it was just like a light, a light bulb in my head. Wow, this is definitely me this definitely makes sense this puts a word and a definition and some guidance to how I had been feeling which included being drained after talking to people and 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 like taking on all their feelings positive and negative being too consumed with everything that was going on in that tight-knit group and just taking it all home with me and letting it just be a book bag on my on my bag and just taking it everywhere and not knowing what to do with it not even realizing that that's what I was doing and just ending up being tired and burnt out mm. Um, and realizing obviously later on that I needed to then we'll, we'll have another conversation about boundaries and the importance of even realizing that you need to set boundaries and then how hard it is to to even set those from scratch if you didn't grow up with with a clear example of it but yeah that was my first experience with first emotional intelligence which then kind of connected into my first actual experience with the word empath
0: Mm. that's beautiful um so my first experience with the word empath was actually with you so um our Someone at work, um, has a very <laughs> strong, <laughs> we, we, okay, anyway, um, uh, yes, uh, the, uh, the person that should not be named has a very <laughs> strong <laughs> presence, a very particular energy, and we were me and Siggy were sitting in a room, in the common room, and this person walks in, and basically, it's so it's like, honestly, feels like all the energy in the room. She is sucking up all the energy in the room, <laughs> like everything. Not every just
1: job the has their Voldemort. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally a Dementor coming. Oh, no, but yeah. like, let me calm down. Um. So anyway. It was so exhausting for me because, like you know, where it works, so we have to be very presentable. Um, we, I mean, I don't want to be mean ever, so like it was just kind of. I, I wanted to sit with my best friend. Um, I didn't want to leave the room, so I honestly just started drawing on this piece of paper, and I don't really do that. In situations, I guess that's because because I would usually get out of the situation, but in this moment, I wanted to be with you. Um, so, I just after after that conversation ended, um, I I told Siggy I was like, oh my god, like I, I had to start drawing. Like this is so weird. This I feel like I feel drained. Um, and she was just like, ah, yes, that's because you're an empath. And at first, I was just like, what does that mean, like? right? So I thought you were basically just calling me sensitive. And I was just like, what? Like, (laughs) kind of like, I didn't, the first thing I thought of, even though you didn't say it in a negative way, was kind of just like, what do you mean? Like, is that a negative thing? Like, does that mean I have to be, like, I'm more sensitive? Which is funny, because part of being an empath is being sensitive. But like, it's not, I don't view that in a negative way anymore. Um, But it was definitely like, a clear sign of being an empath when your energy is drained from someone else's energy. And um the fact that I had to get out of it through art and like sort of escape it um was was very telling, mm. I thought. So that was my first experience with the word That's empath. So cool. Thanks for it, sure. it, Thanks for sharing yours too. <laughs> and thanks for introducing me to the word empath and like like helping me understand myself better and and sort of like, you know, feel less just yeah, just understand myself better.
1: Yeah. So what are what are some things that are either positive or are your favorite elements of of being an empath?
0: I think my favorite element is that we feel the positive emotions so so intensely and so it, it feels as if like we don't need too much to feel joy you know like the littlest of things can, can spark joy I think also the fact that that you can feel paranormal like you can feel like sort of like a a, almost like a fortune teller a medium whatever you want to call it with other people without them telling you much um and you just sense things like even from far away even like on the phone Mm. or um just like from one thing that a person says like you and someone that you love i think usually when, when when it's people you love like you can do it with the um with very very little minimal information and people that that you're not close with, you can still have like clues here and there. Um, and I think I think those those two are my favorite. What are your favorites?
1: I think what you said definitely I can relate to those things, especially the part about feeling. Um, I hesitate to say like, like in terms of being better than anyone else, but just it (laughs) feels like a security almost like I like being able to be so rooted and grounded in my feelings having led me in the right direction for so long and my sense of things.
0: Your intuition. And also
1: in intuition about people, but also feeling what energy and emotion is coming off of them and using a lot of times that as a protection if it's something negative. Um, I feel proud of that. I feel proud that I don't have to take too long in general to, to know that something is not someone... Or a situation is not for me. Based on the emotion of it. Um, Now. Whether I have. It's a totally different thing. Having to learn to trust that. And. Make that decision more quickly. Over the years. But that's another topic. But having that as like. It it feels powerful. Really. is, Mm. is, Is the word. Um, and another one of my favorite things of being able to be an empath and, and be really attuned to feelings and how people think based on feelings and how they respond to feelings. So just being much more just like a student of emotions and being able really? to apply that in, in my relationships has been, has been really cool
0: i really love those wow
1: yeah what do you think about some some negative things or some some elements that are not so great
0: so back to what i was saying before about how we feel the beautiful like happy things very intensely we equally feel the sad negative things as intensely Mm. and and feelings feeling stick so um i mean as we i feel like as we get older we're able to process and like know that you know the feelings that we have aren't always aren't aren't going to stick as long as we think they are but that is definitely one of the negatives that mm. that i take and the other one is i think maybe the fact that we uh, like we so easily absorb other people emotions other people's emotions which is funny because that can also go the positive way too like we can absorb really beautiful energies and feel really good around people that um have really positive energies but with the with the energies that are not great absorbing them is not always helpful and it can be extreme Mm. you know Um, like, we can take on, you know, the feeling of anger, someone else's anger, or anxiety, um, or negativity, and that can be really exhausting. Mm. Um, yeah. What do you think um, are the negatives?
1: Those are really good, and they, they, like, stir a lot of... Just me thinking back on situations that could definitely relate to feeling like that as an empath. Um... One thing that isn't so great is having to maybe be perceived as the bad guy at times when I when I have had to put blocks on people because, like, that whole Dementor thing, like, you're sucking my energy, like, you're taking a lot from me, you're, like, mostly a taker, <laughs> and I'm just, like, allowing you, like, it's not even is at that point is like i've I've given so much, but really I'm um, allowing you to just take at this point because my boundaries are are not set up and then when I finally put that wall up it it feels like I'm a terrible person for like having to take extreme measures at times because I just wasn't able to put the boundaries at as small as steps along the way, so having to. But that's that's a that's like that's a negative thing if I'm worried about how other people feel, only because at the end of the day I'm doing it to protect myself, and I've come to terms with that, and it's for my own good long term. I can't like if you leave something that's sucking your blood, you're not gonna have blood left. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting (laughs) but you get the point
0: I get the Um, point and I actually (laughs) wanted to say that like um that made me think of the fact that like when you take those actions to put out those boundaries and maybe like are a little more a little you know you're still being empathetic but you're just being a little more like Not focused on other people's energies and you're focused on your own. So to other people, it looks like, oh my God, what? Like, I'm not used to this person Mm. acting like this. So to them, even though you're not doing anything wrong, they're still not used to you making this action. And so then they react in a way that like makes you feel like you did something wrong, even though they're just not
1: used to it. And then it's like, I'm hurting them. So I feel bad for. Like, I feel their pain. So it goes yep. back to the empath thing. Like, I'm <laughs> feeling you go the right pain back to- literally, and it's like, damn, I want to take away this pain from you, not only because I know it's not nice to feel pain, but on top of that, I know that I'm the source of it, in a way. You
0: feel responsible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it's definitely, I think it's definitely possible to, to get beyond those initial feelings and, and stick to caring caring for yourself because if you don't care for yourself first you can't be there or quote feel anybody's pain Mm. so um
0: we were looking up these articles and um one of the articles that we found um they're talking about like the negatives of being empath and one of them is that toxic types love empaths and these relationships can be the breeding ground for self-destruction so Mm. it's almost like we're a magnet can be a magnet for that, which is really scary.
1: Yeah, which is why it's even more important. The value is pretty much astronomical. It's out of this world to be able to learn how to how to put boundaries up. One other thing that I wanted to say that irritates me about being an empath is just, I feel like We're in a, don't get me wrong, in a much more advanced society in terms of accepting sensitive people. But I still think we have a long way to go. And I think that's been more recent that we're developing more awareness and compassion and space for people that are like us to exist um, fully. But definitely growing up, high school, college, even... Honestly, I would say even up until the last several years, there hasn't been a lot of space for me to just be, quote, sensitive, be emotional, be a feeling person. It's just like it's more valued to not be those things, which is so ironic because I think that just comes from a, a place of people being, being generally unaware of themselves at the end of the day because all humans have emotions that's the that's the thread that that connects us together like you can have somebody on one end of the world smile and the person on the other end of the world and in between the two ends of the world is going to mean the same thing to all those people because they understand the emotion of happiness and i just find it just a, a an opportunity for the for the world to to grow I think in terms of just allowing more space and not going to a place of dismissal and denial Mm. just because you may not be as in tune with your emotions and giving yourself space to be emotional because emotions are uncomfortable, especially some of the negative ones and that it's actually powerful to be in tune with your emotions and to pro- being able to process your emotions is is a positive thing and not something to to dismiss or to look down upon or see as a weakness. Oh, you're emotional, so you're you're weaker than me. I think that's that's one of the biggest cop outs out here right now and. I think like slow slowly like I said we're we're getting to a different space and once we get fully there in in a world full of emotionally aware people or most mostly emotionally aware people and empaths or hypersensitive people or sensitive people or like I said just at the basic level of all that just being able to sit with your emotions and re- or being able to identify your emotion if we have more people like that I just feel that a lot of the negativity out here, a lot of the things happening in our communities, in our relationships and in the world would just be so much less.
0: That's so beautiful. I really agree. I agree. I think that the world would be a more compassionate place. Um, I think that there is a lot of judgment against Mm. being sensitive or emotional when that's just a normal human, human trait. And it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong when it's really something that I feel you just are naturally, you know, emotional. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's it's like who you are. And when people judge you and put you down for that, they're putting you down for who you are. Um, yeah. And you know, I agree with you about what you said with like people don't often don't want to deal with their feelings. And so that's why they don't understand when other people are expressing their intense quote. It's like, it's not, it doesn't always have to be intense. It's just everyone has different levels of it. And so for some people who have lower levels of it, the higher level people may be intense. Um, And I think that if more people just sat with their feelings and just to really understand them or not just push them away because they think it's weak, then we really could have more self-aware people and less judgment because i feel the more aware you are of yourself you you judge people less and you Mm. you allow people to grow and you allow people to be in a space that they can grow in every way
1: yeah and it's like you can't control your like how you were saying your first point you cannot control your emotions yes you can control what you do with them absolutely which first starts Ooh. with you You have to name them. So if you can't even name your emotion, how are you going to control a negative action that may come out of you feeling this way? So it's just, it reminds me of this meme. I think we shared, yeah, we shared it um, with each other about the guy like with a tear down his face or he's about to cry or something. And someone says, oh, what's wrong? Are, are you sad? And then they say, yes. And they're like, don't be sad. And then the person's like, okay. And, like, the teardrop just rolls back up. Like, that's not how it works, guys. Like, that's why that meme is funny. You you can't just turn off your feelings. You can't.
0: You, know? you really can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like sort of telling the person, like, this isn't real. Like, mm-hmm. what you're, you're not, your feelings aren't real. And basically, you're not real.
1: At the very core of you, how you feel is not real. So, you start questioning yourself. And it's just everything becomes in, exactly. unsure you can't take that, take that away from me Like you're taking exactly. away my experience
0: exactly yes so we want to hear from you about what stuck with you from this episode and what topics would you want us to talk about that you think add to your life Please share. Yes. And you can also follow us on Instagram. We are The Laughing Empaths. Um, And
1: And that's literally how you heard it. Just a few periods in between. So the.laughing.empaths with an S at the end. And empaths is E-M-P-A-T-H-S.
0: And also, I am an artist and if you want to follow me on my Insta, it is at Apoorva T underscore. And Apoorva is spelled A-P-O-O-R-V-A T underscore.
1: And obviously this is, you know, biased, but you should definitely check her out. Beautiful voice. Voice of an angel. Oh, check shucks. it out. Follow. Check out her... Her uh, upcoming covers. Oops. Too many things <laughs> plugs. <laughs> no, I appreciate no, seriously. It. Thank you. Go, go follow. You you won't regret it. Aww, thank you. So to share your ideas, feedback, or questions about topics you may want to hear more about in the future, you can email us at same as our Instagram page, the.laughing.empaths at gmail.com.
0: So we can't wait to do another episode and hear from you guys.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.